Hey there, guys and gals, geeks and gamers. You're listening to the Nerd of Godcast, that place on the Venn diagram of life where Christ culture and nerd culture find sweet, sweet two-player co-op. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the place where Christ culture and nerd culture meet up, hang out, and just have a grand old time. And once again, Tony has, for some reason, entrusted the reins to me, only this time, no one's going to get engaged. Right, guys? As far as you know. I hope. Okay. No. <laughs> um, Got a little secret something? No. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, my name is Jackie, and for the next few minutes, we're going to talk about Christ culture and nerd culture. And it's going to be a fun time. But I'm not going to be doing it by myself, because with me as always... He is not the worst, though some may think he is. It's Steve Supremo. You know, in 123 episodes, Tony's never asked me to host. I did one what time. Did? I was going to say, you hosted once. Season. You did not ask me to host as a ploy to market an episode. <laughs> and, hey, Steven, as we hit record, you're going to host this episode. And I had no idea what I was doing. I know. That's why I've never asked you again. Oh, thank you. I was going to say, you want my notes, Steven? <laughs> no, I'm fine. I trust you. <laughs> Steven, you're Dangerous. just much more valuable to me. We're in the booth right now. Oh, nice. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. All righty. Well, I love you, Stephen. I'm glad you're here. He's often imitated, but never duplicated. It's Quentin Gregory Neff. Hello. Hello, Neff. Hello, Are you Pilar. with us today? Yes, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> you sound like you're doing a seance. Are you with us? <laughs> Are you with us? It's just very quiet. With ringing bell. Beautiful. All righty. And usually in the booth, but right now no booth is there, we've got Nick the Engineer. Hello. Hi, Nick. Hi. All right. How's it going? It's going good. How are you? <laughs> I just got like the longest intro from Nick ever. You just, you just won the game. Three words. <laughs> Yay. It's, it's going to be an interesting time tonight. And last but most certainly not least, we have the head honcho himself, Tony T. Yeah, I just bought four pounds of Jelly Belly jelly beans from the internet. Go ahead and commence your judgment now. I love it. Can we can awesome. we get some ASMR of those jelly beans? Oh, oh I don't oh, like yeah. that. Stop Sorry, that's disgusting. Jelly beans are not as satisfying <laughs> as baked Cheetos. <laughs> I regret oh. that request. <sighs> all right, guys. Well, how are you all doing this week? Great. Great. I'm still tired from last week. Still tired from I'm last tired week. in advance for next I'm, week. Yeah. I feel like I got that. to watch Star Wars all day yesterday, so Ooh. did you watch mm. like all of all of the uh movies? Uh original trilogy. Nice. Yesterday, temporarily speaking, was the fourth of May, Star Wars Day. Yes. Thus the celebration. So today is Cinco de Mayo. Did <laughs> you get any tacos? I ate a burrito. I'm just that saying close. this. Yes, yeah, so that's close because it's it's like the the one day that we have Cinco de Mayo on Taco Tuesday. It's like this is the moment we've all been training for. And there's a quarantine. Hey, ain't no quarantine of that Taco Bell drive-through, sucker. <laughs> I did the I opposite did have... of tacos and had pasta. Oh, I don't know the pasta is the opposite of tacos, but I'll allow it. I don't know. It was good though because I took a nap right afterwards. It was really good. I uh I started a diet yesterday. And I haven't Ooh. eaten, like, anything. So Well, that's like, not a good diet, Neff. Well, no, I mean, I've eaten something, but it feels like I haven't eaten Oh, gotcha. What kind of diet are you on if it's not too much to ask? Um, the unsponsored Nutrisystem diet. <laughs> that's good, man. And, uh, it, is, it is expensive, and the food is okay, but there's not much of it, and I don't get to eat much. So Yeah. But I they be... they package all your food and do all that kind of stuff for you. That's really good, man. I I, yeah, I applaud yeah. you for taking a taking the initiative. Yeah, proud good of on you, lad. We it's... wish you the best. Shout out it's to my good... mom for being extra supportive on it. Shout, Shout out, mama. Go, mama Neff. We love that. That's really awesome. That's good to hear. Well, the reason why I'm the one talking right now and not Tony is because I made the mistake in the group chat of saying hey let's talk about this thing this week and then tony was immediately like all right cool you're hosting next week and i was like wait that'll what? teach you to have an idea <laughs> what <laughs> that's not what i meant <laughs> so um 
the thing that sparked that who who even sent the initial text i don't even remember it was it was quentin if it you ever have to quentin. wonder who sent the initial text it's always going to be quentin that is a true statement that is absolute gospel i feel like i feel like most of our group chat is between neff and tony tony mostly telling us especially lately like hey we're recording now i sent the invites and then Neff just sending very, like, Neff things. One time, um, Leaf Mati sent a text to our group text. And when I opened it, I actually scrolled up to see if Neff had started it. I didn't expect someone <laughs> besides Neff to have initiated a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> just out of reflex. I'm, I'm also pretty sure Leaf Mati has us on mute because she never responds to that group text. I'm just, like, no. never near my phone. So, Le- like... Leaf Mati never responds to texts. You know this. That's true. I just always assume it's me. I mean, it may be, but it's you and everybody else, so you're in good company. It happens. But the text in question that Neff had sent Thursday at 10.28 p.m., thankfully all of us are night owls, was a picture. (laughs) Neff, do you want to explain what the picture is? Yes. So It it was blasphemous is what it was. the (laughs) The greatest modern basketball player. LeBron James. The LeBron James. LeBron James. James. Uh, posted on his uh, Twitter an official uh, cover or, or front logo for Space Jam 2. Boo. The movie that he is going to be starring in. Boo boo. Uh, I'm, I'm hopeful for it, but I also know that, you know, it, it may not be good. Steven's booze? Or actually, he's he's transliterating the text message. Yeah, <laughs> it's almost word for word. Boo, and then a double boo. And then, that's very funny. Yeah. It's like so, a Bowser castle. Oh, hmm. there you are. Yeah. So that just like prompted probably one of the most active <laughs> text conversations that I have in memory of the podcast text group. So, Even least Smotty jumped yeah. in with a double boo. And I was just like, okay, well, this is cool. Like, we're having lots of fun convo with it. So I figured it'd be nice to, like, kind of expand into the podcast. I know we've talked about reboots before. I don't know what episode. I tried looking for it, but it wasn't clearly marked reboot. So I didn't search more into it. Who's this is tapping? The, this is our rebooted, rebooted episode. A reboot, reboot. Yeah, the uh, it was episode 36. It was called Try, Try Again. Oh. That was back before I knew to just say what the show was about in the title, and I was trying to come up with clever titles all the time, which I learned is actually not a pro move. That's a rookie move. Really? So, well, it helped yeah, us so with our I... Game of Thrones episode when we talked about pooping. <laughs> That's true. People, people tuning in wanting to know a little bit about Game of Thrones are like, oh my goodness, who is going to take Winterhold or whatever? And it's, oh no. <laughs> It's just about pooping. Mm-hmm. Winterfell. Whatever. That's okay. I didn't watch that show. It was adult in nature. Steven. It's in the books, and you've read the books, sir. Doesn't matter. I still would like to take this moment to cast dispersions on your sanctification. Winterfell <laughs> is what I have when I'm cold. What? What? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Quentin Neff, ladies and gentlemen. Yay! Can I do the Animal Crossing clap? The... <laughs> I only have about 15 jelly beans left in my bowl, so you guys got to talk. Out of four pounds? I didn't didn't serve myself four pounds at a time, Salisbury. You got to portion those out. You just got a a little pinch, man. Just a little pinch. Oh, my goodness. What what flavors you got in there, man? Well, I just ate. The one that I just ate is not normally one that's in a mixed pack, but it was a Krispy Kreme glazed donut. It's not as good as you would think it would be. Hallelujah. I want to try the new flavored Krispy Kremes that they have out. The uh, the strawberry and the lime, like that sounds good to me. I haven't well, gotten yeah. they're, they're not Kremes making the strawberry. Let me tell you just a little bit of sage wisdom from a man who's not on Nutrisystem. Um, the Krispy Kreme donuts that are not the hot glazed Krispy Kreme donuts are almost always disappointing to me. Mm-hmm. Like every time I get a Krispy Kreme donut, it's like a jelly filled, special, crazy, gourmet. I'm always like, eh. I think I'd have just rather had the hot now melt in your mouth donut. I don't know if that's just me. I'm a little finicky perhaps, but gotcha. that's just me. So you don't like how they how they remade it. Hey. <laughs> I see how you now oh. taken this thing and contoured it back to our theme. Well done. <laughs> Animal Crossing clap. Yeah. <laughs> Do the little heart thing. I can't make that noise. <laughs> <laughs> so tonight we're gonna be talking about reboots. And we would love for you to join us in the conversation. Yeah. We have Twitter, Facebook. Um, you can't really join the conversation on YouTube, but we have it. 
at Nerd of Godcast. <laughs> we also have a Facebook page um, called Nerd of God Squad where you can uh, share some memes and live your dreams. I think that's the order, right? Is that how we say it? Yeah, you know what? It works either it way, works. kid. Works okay, either. that's what I'm going with. This is my episode today, I guess. So um, <laughs> you can connect with us on those social medias and just kind of have some fun because people tend to be pretty passionate about reboots, um, especially given the text conversation that we had Thursday. So oh, yeah. let's get into it. Reboots, guys. Is there a good reboot? Yes, yeah. there is, there there, is a there great are reboot. some good reboots. Now, I want to just clear clear the air right now that there are there's a difference between a reboot and a yes. remake. And I'm a little fuzzy on the rules here. What what's the difference exactly? Because I feel like I don't want to say something and then have someone say that's not technically a reboot, sir. That's a remake. I looked I, that um, up because I was I confused so, too. I would I would say now because because they're very very similar. But if you're if you're taking something that's already been done and making almost like a recreation of it uh for example uh the uh the sorry the name is escaping me uh the coen brothers uh true grit movie it was an actual remake of a movie from 30 years ago it does not continue the story it's the same exact story just retold Whereas a re- so why is that not a reboot? I don't know. That's what the rules tell me. Um, but f- what I what I am understanding is the reboot uh, basically takes like the original story and either continues it, tells it in a in a different way, or um, has like shadows or uh, reminiscing themes from the original one. But it's not necessarily the same exact story. It could be a new story in the universe, a la J.J. Uh, Abrams' uh, Star Trek. Okay, so now let me let me let me jump in and say I, I think I with with all due respect disagree with that. I think that if like a reboot, think about rebooting a computer. If you start the computer over, you, you're you're shutting it down and starting the thing from the beginning fresh. If it creates the same exact story, yes, I think a remake is when you're taking something and just remaking it. And the, the only movie that kind of comes to my mind right now is the Psycho remake with Vince Vaughn. Right? Well, yes, that was a shot for shot remake, but that is a remake. Well, whatever. I mean, don't don't hate on the Baba Ganoush, but when they when they remake something, it's just a remake. But a reboot, I think, is a retelling of the story, perhaps with different twists, but enough to keep the story familiar. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so, okay, like uh, Final Fantasy just came yes. out. That was a remake, right? Yes. So why was that not a reboot? Because maybe that's because they're marketing. Let's find out what is, so. what is definitively a remake. And, and work backwards from that. So there's actually some, speaking of Final Fantasy VII, there's some debate on whether or not they should call it a remake or a reboot because of things, but I'm not gonna say, because you just need to play it. But I actually looked up the definitions uh, between a reboot and a remake when it comes to like cinema, fantasy, things like that. So this okay. is according to Wikipedia because it was written the nicest way I copied it in is that a reboot in serial fiction signifies a new start to an established fictional universe, work, or series that discards continuity to recreate its characters, plot lines, and backstory from the beginning. Remake is basically kind of like what Steven said, that it would be, for the most part, sticking to that storyline, not really introducing a lot of new things, but maybe shooting it in a different way, but the story still stays the same. So those are, like, the big differences. So, like, kind of like what you said with the... um, computer when you're rebooting it you're restarting it it's like not what it was before um okay that, i mean that's that i understand that now i think that you kind of said basically the same thing steven yeah. said but with a little more clarity so uh, when i think of a reboot i think of like a franchise yeah. being rebooted as opposed to one individual story mm-hmm. that's fair maybe being rebooted because it's like you you have more room to sort of um flow in different directions yeah. uh, when they did the the gundam when they did the neon genesis evangelion movies um, that was a reboot because it was a retelling of the story, but it gave them the freedom to sort of create the same universe, the same characters, the same basic setup, but they could follow the river kind of down a different stream, mm-hmm. you know, like so that there was they weren't uh, strictly adhering to the same story. So a remake is basically adhering to the original story for the most part. A reboot is uh, just basically putting all the elements back together, deconstructing it and then rebuilding it out of the same building blocks so into something new. So I remember when um, The Force Awakens came out, the term soft reboot was thrown around a lot because it was obviously a sequel to, you know, the 
other previous six Star Wars movies, but also it was like a brand new start for the whole universe, like the whole, uh, you know, thing. I don't know that I can get behind that for Star Wars. Yeah, what that, do you guys I, I completely disagree because number one, it's number seven. So it's not like it was like, for example, like I throw, going it again, the J.J. Abrams Star Trek movie, that was a, a reboot because there had been like 11 Star Trek movies. And mm-hmm. this one was kind of starting again and did its own thing and acknowledged that one. That one blurred the lines, though, between a sequel and a reboot, because it was technically technically a sequel and a reboot at the same time. Exactly. Um, and that and Tiny kudos to J.J. Abrams. Yes. Um, but the, 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 I would think that in the in the term of Star Wars, though, while it may have thematically been a little bit of a refresh, I wouldn't call it a reboot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, for I guess I would say, um, and this might be a little controversial, but uh, like the Amazing Spider-Man, I wouldn't call that a reboot because they kind of do start over. It's more of a. I mean, maybe it is a reboot, but I, I would have thought Tom Holland would be more of a reboot because they definitely a reboot. Oh, okay. I think I just think they're, they're, they take the same elements, but they're telling a completely different story mm-hmm. and with different like casted characters, like still the same characters, but uh, it's just it would be completely different. So if I watched like Tom Holland's Spider Man versus like. Andrew Garfield's or Tobey Maguire's, it would just be a completely different movie to me because of like yeah. how it's shot different, and different stories and stuff like that. Villains. But different different origins yeah. too. I mean, his origin in Amazing was different than his origin in, in the the Sam Raimi Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and presumably different than his origin uh, in in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then also like the sort like the origins and like so like Tom Holland's Spider-Man, it's not like he's physically shooting the webs. It's like a, a mechanical mechanical thing. Thank you, Nick. Um, as yeah. well, it's mechanical it, and amazing Spider-Man too. Not in the same I don't remember those movies. <laughs> but in in, the, in Raimi, it was organic yeah. web shooting. Yeah. yeah. So that 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 I would well, consider a reboot. Here's one that I'll I'll yield to those of you guys that may, might be bigger fans of this franchise than me. Doctor Who. Yeah. Doctor Who is technically huh. not a reboot, but they frequently reboot the story. Yeah. You know, they frequently bring in new characters, new elements, new themes, new doctors. But it's still one continuous storyline. I mean, yeah. even even back when they brought it, like, because the the current series has only been going since two thousand five, because there was a big gap in between the original <laughs> run of, of like old old school BBC do- classic Doctor Who, and there was an American right. movie, and then in two thousand five they had the new class. So it was kind of like the whole thing got rebooted, but it was still a continuation. Because it's still like the eighth, the, like the ninth Doctor on, and then the eighth Doctor back is the classic who. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's all it's all confusing, but it's like you just got to know what happened before and like in between there was a time war. So yeah, I didn't even think about Doctor Who, and I'm kind of like disappointed in myself that I didn't think about Doctor Who for this. Like, but it's well, not. A I mean, it's, well, it's not a reboot. It's like a, it's like a character reboot, yeah. but it's but but they acknowledge that that storyline. I mean, they bring back characters from the old. TV show mm-hmm. like The Master and K9. And it's like, oh, but it but it makes sense. Yeah, what, exactly. What about exactly. um? What about uh, Casino Royale? That's I've one never that seen I really it. like. Oh, okay, well, yeah, that's an interesting one. Is this a continuation that. or is it a brand new thing? Because it feels like a brand new thing. New Felix Slider, M is the same for some reason. So I don't even know. It all depends I, on on how you consider if James Bond is a person or a title. Yeah, I wrote James Bond on my list because I kind of thought of it as but but that's been done i think that's been i i'm with you steven that's the way i think they they even explain it alan moore explained it in league of extraordinary gentlemen is that the 007 was a title and not the uh not the man so that you always have new james bonds but it well i i think that it's i think it's a reboot because there's even like a different money penny there's uh there's a, a different universe daniel craig is not the same james bond he does not live in the same universe yeah. Uh, as as Roger Moore or George Lazenby, but George, ah. but the the old the old uh, ones are all the same. And didn't Roger George Lazenby say that didn't happen to the last guy, or something George like that? Lazenby. He's the worst. Yeah, you, again, they didn't make franchises the way they made them make them now. Yeah, they don't make them like they used to. They don't. Thank goodness. <laughs> thank goodness. So, what are like some? some really good reboots that you guys can think of like we did name a few oh. like 
enjoyable in Steven? What Ooh. you got? X-Men First Class. I, I agree, oh, yeah. Steven, That's 100%. Definitely, yeah. Just because we've already said Star Trek like 75 times, but X-Men, <laughs> X-Men First Class, because they even, even in the next one in Days of Future Past, they acknowledge the original one, but like, it's still like, oh yeah, this was definitely rebooted because that, uh, canon doesn't really exist anymore like that history has been you know redone now they're rebooting into something different and that uh, something different was equally as awful as the rest of it <laughs> but it started off good what about the uh the... And then brian singer said oh i want to get that back and it's like going back to a, a abusive boyfriend and he pooped all over it how about the uh the, the nolan batman that's what I was going to say. I don't think it's even to say that one because Steven loves Christopher Nolan. I do love Christopher Nolan. I was going to say that. Batman Begins rebooting from, uh, you know, because, I mean, I think that technically Batman 89 to Batman and Robin is supposed to technically be all the same universe, right? It is. It, it should be Michael because it has the same Commissioner Gordon and the same Alfred. Gotcha. Yeah, even and though, the same Robin. Yeah, even though the last well, not two... In the, not in the Burton Batman, Stephen. Yeah, would be ridiculous. Even though, even though it's like Schumacher has his two and Burton has his Tim two. Tim Burton's Batman was Michael Jackson. Oh. Mm. That's good. All right. Any, any other uh, good reboots? I will tell you a reboot that to me is is masterfully done. And that's Battlestar Galactica. I mean, just brilliantly, brilliantly pulled off the Battlestar Galactica. And I've actually heard that they're going to reboot it again. Have you guys no. heard this? I have not. I haven't even watched. No. I haven't watched any of it. Yeah, they're going to remake for the what's NBC's streaming service? Uh, Peacock. 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 Yeah. Yeah, they're going to um the guy who uh, I think he was the scriptwriter. He wrote Assassin's Creed. So yay oh. for him. Uh, he he's going to be show running Battlestar Galactica. They're going to be doing it for um, for yeah for the Peacock streaming service. Hmm. Okay. Which is weird because I I don't I mean I don't know how they're going to do it, but uh, I thought the remake with um, Edward James Olmos was just fantastic and way hey better than that late seventies early eighties garbage. Would uh would you guys consider? Uh, crap, I just lost the, uh, the, oh, would you consider Star Trek Discovery a reboot? I have not watched it. I think I watched the first episode. You, then you, then don't answer that question. Don't answer that question. Okay. okay. Uh, cool, because okay. I can't. Yeah, don't answer. Don't answer. There's no way you can answer without spoiling something. No, no, no. Yep. I'm not going to say anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> he just gave both Wibbly answers. Wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Star Trek. They do it really well. Star Trek. They do it really well. Yeah, Star Trek's an interesting one. Uh, especially with Discovery, I'm not gonna say anything. Just, mm -hmm. just watch it. That's all I'm gonna just say. Just watch it. I feel okay. Let me let me borrow your CBS membership. Sure. <laughs> no, 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 no. We pay for memberships. We don't. We don't steal. That's called stealing. Oh, well. That's not stealing. It's about, borrowing. Okay, now, I don't know if it's a reboot. I like to think that it's a reboot because it makes me happy. Whereas Series A did not make me happy. This movie changes the franchise into something that does make me happy. So I'm gonna say that it is a reboot. Bumblebee. Rebooting oh, the Transformers yeah, series. I still haven't watched that. that. I, I, I would like to agree with you on that, but I, I I consider that a prequel, not a reboot. I wish it was a reboot, though. I think it's a reboot. It feels like a reboot. Explain. Uh, if, Shock, if, isn't Shockwave not a satellite? Shockwave is not a satellite. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, and he's got a way cooler voice. Everybody, no, I, everybody looks right. Everybody looks correct in Bumblebee. And nothing and sucks. And the last night, it doesn't change aspect ratios. I gotta, I gotta meet that. I'll get into it. <laughs> but, it's, but it's the same hate, bumblebee in that one as it is in the other ones, though. It's the same bumblebee. So that's a, that's the definition then of a soft reboot, I okay. would think. Okay, I can, I can agree to that. Like, if they wanted to change some things, they could, and they should. But... Yeah. Steven, have you ever had to work outside in the summer in Florida Ugh. when it rains every Ugh. day and you yes. get, like, water inside your Ugh. shoes? Yes. Yeah. And then, like, you get home and you take those shoes and those socks off and you put on, like, a fresh pair and they're clean and they're dry. And it's just like, oh, that feels so much better. Yes. Yeah. You're literally rebooting yourself. So, you know what? Even if they're shoes that you owned before, it doesn't matter because you're taking the stinky old ones off. I think if a franchise suddenly changes for the better, it's like, ignore everything before this. We're going to do it right now. That's well, a reboot. Well, then let me ask you this. Is the first Transformers movie a reboot? In the same way that if you take... Uh, good bread and you put bad lunch meat on it, it doesn't make the, the bread bad, but you can't eat that sandwich. Mm. Nope. 
That's good. Well, speaking of would, bad things. Wait, that what? first Transformers movie wasn't bad, though. No, it was good, it was, the good it was followed by the second, third, fourth, and fifth, and they were they were awful. So I have to pretend the first one doesn't exist because all it does is just, listen, man, have you ever dated a girl that was sweet on the first date and then she turned out to be 100% crazy? You don't have to answer that. <laughs> but the point is, like, it doesn't matter. That first date you put aside once you're knee-deep in crazy. All girls are crazy. It's just a matter of degrees. Yeah, He's going to find the crazier compatible with. The flavor that works for you. That's right. All ice cream <laughs> is bad for you. You just got to find the one that's good to you. <laughs> well, let's let's flip on the opposite side of that because we do have <laughs> some good reboots. And I'm really glad that you guys were able to find some because whenever I think of reboots, my brain automatically goes to, wow, that sucks. Why did they do that? Um, yeah. yeah, you're right, though. Let's talk about the bad ones for a little bit, guys. Wait. Wait, I, I want to get your opinion on okay. something because I'm not sure Next if this is a good down. or a bad one. I want to hear what you guys have to say. The King Kong, the Skull Island, oh. re- is this a good reboot or a bad reboot? King Kong Skull watch Island it. or King Kong Peter Jackson? So that's what I'm saying. See, we have, we so have the, the 1930s King Kong. We have the 1970s King Kong. Yeah. We got Peter Jackson's King Kong, and then we got Skull Island. I saw Skull Island and enjoyed it, but I think that was the first King Kong movie I ever watched, so I had nothing to compare it to. Well, see, Skull it was, Island. It, was, it wasn't bad. It's more of a reboot because it's not like the other the other movies. Like King Kong from Peter Jackson is like a remake of of the of the original storyline, but like yeah, with so, a really long first hour and a half. Yes, exactly. But Skull Island is like a totally new story on Skull Island with like Vietnamese like our our warrior like uh, soldiers U.S. soldiers from Vietnam. Like it's very '60s, you know, Vietnam style, but it's it's cool because you go throughout Skull Island, and there are these like creature. I mean, it's kind of like Peter Jackson thing, but it's less dinosaurs and more like sure. big creatures. But they never really move on to going to New York or anything like that. Like, right. So it's 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 definitely a different story altogether. Well, it's got Nick Fury and Captain Marvel and Loki. Yeah, 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 exactly. But they're also they're also making it in in yeah, mind. Yeah keeping in mind that they're making a another like universe because they made that with Godzilla in mind. Yeah, I was yes. actually going to mention Godzilla because <laughs> Okay. So I saw the guy I didn't see the King of the King of the Monsters. Oh, yeah, Godzilla, that one's okay. One. I, I saw okay. I saw the first one when it was like Godzilla attacks Hawaii for some reason <laughs> and I thought that was a poor reboot. I thought that was a bad one. I thought I I liked it. I liked it. It was better than uh, the the reboot the in 1998. Or 98. Yeah. The, the, yeah. yeah, the, the 98 one with Matthew Broderick. That's a lot Although of the 8-year-old Steven loved that movie. Yeah, same. Yeah, 8-year-old Steven loved it because it had a Taco Bell tie-in, right? Probably. I ate a Taco Bell so much in 1998. That's what started. <laughs> I was a relatively skinny kid. Until Taco Bell. <laughs> Happy Cinco de Mayo, everybody. Here, lizard, lizard, lizard. Yeah, that's why <laughs> they had to get rid of that chihuahua because it was racist. We're going to need a bigger box. We, oh, I totally forgot about those commercials. Yeah. 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 All yeah. right. Neff, you were pounding on that hand like raise button. Oh, I think I know I got, what you were going to say. I got the obvious answer here. It's it's the He's, Ghostbusters reboot. Yeah. Oh, hold on, yeah. hold on. Now, hear me out because I always, you guys always give me crap for not liking the Ghostbusters reboot. But I didn't go into it not wanting it to be good. I wanted it to be good. I liked the actresses that were in there. I think they're all talented. Yes. I even like I even like one of the characters in the movie. I thought that um, uh, Kate McKinnon's character was fantastic. I would have loved to see her in Holtzman. Yeah, Holtzman. I would have loved to see more of her. But I just think that the, they had tonal problems and a weak story and weak vil- and a weak villain. I just I was just kind of disappointed because it didn't. I mean, I had high expectations for this movie. Not only as a Ghostbusters fan, but just because I thought it looked good from the trailer. I thought it looked pretty exciting. I was kind of pumped for it. But then while watching it, I'm like, is this for kids? Is this for adults? The humor is very juvenile, but at the same time, they're making jokes like adults, which I guess is in the spirit of Ghostbusters. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know. It felt like a Nickelodeon movie with a little bit of adult humor thrown in. Let me tell you guys a quick uh, Neff and Ghostbusters story. About a year and a half ago, uh, most of us went on a cruise, 
and Neff was my roommate for this cruise, and I remember him telling me as we boarded the ship and we're looking at the ship's itinerary, he's like, oh, on Tuesday morning at 6 a.m., Ghostbusters is going to be playing. It's the remake, and we're going to wake up at 6 a.m. and watch it. And I said, no, sir, we are not, because that movie, you said it was awful. And then for some reason, I woke up at 6 a.m. on Tuesday morning, and Neff slept through that awful movie. And he is right. It was it, it was very disappointing because I had not seen it yet. So I watched it on a cruise ship at 6 in the morning, and it was ungood. Well, that was your problem, watching a movie at 6 a.m.? Well, it wasn't. Well, no. It had, the time had nothing. To, time does not fix bad writing and bad storytelling. Yeah, it's not. It's not like the worst movie ever. That's uh, Transformers Last Night. But oh yeah, that's uh, awful. But Amen. to be honest, Amen. it's just it's just not. I mean, I don't know. It's just not good. And you expect from Ghost. I mean, even Ghostbusters Two was okay. So I mean, like, yes, Ghostbusters Two was okay. The real Ghostbusters cartoon was good. Yes. This this one it fell short and that was the thing it was a great big box little bitty package great. you know what I mean it was like there was there's just so much potential and, and so little delivery great pieces it's like I didn't know what movie it wanted to be yeah <laughs> Jackie what's what's a what's the worst in your in your opinion the worst reboot <sighs> that's like I, I'm pretty like chill when it comes to movies like I it doesn't take much to entertain me um I I don't I don't know if I would consider I wouldn't really consider this a reboot but it was like it should have been a reboot because it was so bad but like the the Avatar the Last Airbender live action movie was incredibly mm. awful basing that off of like the TV show it it was nothing like what it was supposed to be yeah. Well, let's saddle that up with the uh, with the Dragon Ball Z oh. live action movie. Oh, Dragon Ball Evolution. <laughs> I didn't watch Dragon Ball. Okay. Z. <laughs> these these yeah, live action was... anim- the live action anime movie like the movies that are adaptations of anime don't have a great record historically. Some of them some of them are okay, but they're yeah, they're over two. <laughs> so there there was one that I got excited when I saw that it was coming out because I liked the original. And then I, I, I think I attempted to watch the reboot, and immediately was it was apparent that thematically it was not the same thing. the The name was the same, but the game had changed, and that was Teen Wolf. Do you guys remember Teen oh, Wolf, the original movie? I do. With, yeah. with Michael J. Fox. Yeah, nineteen eighty five. Even the sequel with uh, with Michael Bluth. Yeah. yeah. And and then they and they made the TV show for MTV, which my mom watches. Kind of horrible. looked like a cross between like Supernatural and uh, Twilight. It was. It was, it was like Twilight's Jacob story. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was, that was basically what it was. It was a Twilighty sort of uh, supernatural kind of um, what's the Archie and Jughead show? Uh, Riverdale. Riverdale, which they're remaking or they're rebooting Twilight uh, in book form by uh, telling the story from Edward's point of view now. Right. Which is funny because I thought that was already going to be a thing because I remember when Twilight was first like a big thing with the books and then the movies. I got peer pressured into reading all of them and they were all the girls were talking about she's talking about doing a book from Edward's point of view and I'm like okay all the apparently are now it's an official thing when Jackie says peer pressured somebody locked themselves into her office until she read the book my office <laughs> they, chained, they chained themselves to her radiator yes. oh my gosh. that's what they did and then and then that the person became the last man on earth <laughs> yeah that's good what uh what was the one that was um uh, Keanu Reeves was in it. Klaatu, Verada, Nick Two. The day the Earth. God bless you. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> was that Ke- wait? Was that Keanu Reeves? Yeah, it was Keanu Reeves. Yeah, man. And oh. um, Jennifer never... Connelly. And, and Jennifer Connelly was in it, right? Yeah. It was, that was so that bad. was a weird one because it was it was boring, but there were cool scenes. Like there was cool parts of it. Like when the sta- the stadium gets like eaten, like that's oh, kind of yeah. dope. But like the rest of the movie was just weird. The metal eating bugs. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I didn't get it. Yeah. I wasn't getting it. I wasn't feeling it. Never now, saw it. My question, my question is, is the, uh, original, is the original one easy to follow? I mean... I mean it's pretty simple. Yeah, but it's the, the original one was it was a, a slow 19, I think, 60s uh, sci-fi movie that was really just kind of a metaphor for, I think, the Cold War. Hmm. Interesting. What was the one? What Tom Cruise just when they try to kick the, the mummy, mummy? The mummy. Oh, yes. I refuse to watch that one. I refuse. See, Jackie I, just refuses it because she hates Tom Cruise. No, not not just that. That is a factor in it for sure. But like, it's just so. Uh, 
Like from what I, I saw in the trailers, I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna like this movie. This is this is the sign that it was gonna be a bad movie was the fact that like when they put the trailer out, the audio wasn't synced correctly with it. Oh my god. Or no, there was, there was no music with it. It was just Tom Cruise's voice, and they forgot to put the background audio. Oh it was gosh. so it was so awkward. I yeah, there these are the remakes that I haven't seen. Like I didn't see the Mummy. Yeah. I didn't see um. Oh, what was the other one? The um, Total Recall? Oh, with, yeah, I didn't um, see that one. Yeah, no, Colin I, Farrell? I did no, watch that. No, I, I refuse to watch that because Total Recall is one of my favorite sci-fi movies. I think it's one of the, the favorite original. sci-fi movies of all time. And mm-hmm. I think I refuse to see Colin Farrell trash it. There was another one. Uh, Judge Dredd. Judge, I, you know, I never saw the I Judge Dredd. With, uh, that has uh, bones in yeah. it. With bones. With bones, yeah. Yeah. With... Uh, yeah, dang it, man, uh, Aimer. Yeah, yeah. I heard that. Sure. I heard that movie. That was actually a really good uh, reboot. Uh, oh, Robocop. Yeah, it was Robocop. Robocop. Stephen Robocop. I didn't see that one either. That Neither was. Did a, I. It was. It was, was, okay. was Robocop in that? Michael Keaton was in that. Uh, I don't remember. Was was any? Did anybody play Robocop no. that we uh, know of? Yeah, nope. he was not not an, an well known actor. I don't think. Yeah. Who was in that? Didn't didn't they are haven't the last two um, Terminator movies been technically reboots? And, I, uh, I didn't in. see the most recent one. I haven't. Seen I didn't see. I didn't see uh, the misspelled Genesis or whatever this new one was. I but. saw Genesis. It was okay. I think maybe I didn't see Genesis. I saw, I saw the uh, I saw the new one, uh, Dark Fate. It was interesting because it it's a sequel to Terminator Two. But it also creates an alternate universe that separates from the other movies that came before it. It's it's weird. Okay, so Neff, you say that what was the Brian Singer Superman Returns, which was a sequel to Superman Two, yeah, but ignored the events of Superman Three and Four. It was so weird. I thought see, I and thought it, it could have been really good. It was so well cast. Brandon Routh, even Kevin Spacey was a really good Lex Luthor, but he just never took off as a as a franchise, which I think they were pushing for it. But it's just it's like it's like let's make a Superman movie and have all the right elements, but I completely don't understand what makes Superman Superman. Mm. So another superhero movie where James Marsden doesn't get the girl that he's in love with. That's right. That's right. Another movie. I saw I'm looking at you, X Men, I'm looking at you, the notebook. Come on. It's Brian Singer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What does he have against James Marsden? I don't know. James Marsden left X Men in X Men Three to go over to Superman to play Le- Lois Lane's spurned lover. <laughs> Not even her real baby daddy. Yeah. Oh, well, rough. Wait, why do you say that? Okay, in the movie Superman Returns, Lois Lane has a baby, a, a child, with James Marsden because Superman has left the planet for five years only come to find out that the child has Superman's powers because it's really Superman's Ah. baby because Superman totally knocked up Lois Lane out of wedlock because that's totally something Smallville would do. (laughs) Wait, but how did he uh, get her to forget? Did he kiss her or something? Yeah, wouldn't that be ridiculous? I'm just saying, come on, dude. My mom's name is Martha or Mary or whatever it was, too. Martha! What's his name? What's his name? Yeah, uh, uh, the second half. There you go. There's your terrible uh, reboot right there. So well, okay. So here's the thing. See, I I wouldn't put that as terrible because at least Batman v Superman was like thirty percent good. Like I, there's a good movie in there somewhere. With Wonder Woman. If they followed more yeah. along the track of The Dark Knight Returns, I would have probably enjoyed it more. Even if they didn't put Carrie yeah. Kelly in it, I would have enjoyed it more. I feel like the direction that they took in it was just blah. But that's me. It's okay. I'm not salty. Why was Doomsday there? Why was... Oh, man. Why was Doomsday there? Yeah, we we tend to get pretty salty about reboots, I've noticed. Um, Clearly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was funny because even in the text conversation, like, I know I brought it up that, like, typically whatever you watched first or whatever you grew up with first, that's going to be the thing you tend to prefer. So, like, you... You're, you're just not going to like whatever they reboot or remake it as because it's not what you grew up watching. It's not what you have fond memories of. Like, even if it was a bad movie that you initially, like, loved as a kid, it doesn't matter. I don't want the reboot. I don't want it. I think I said in the text conversation if I had a dollar for every time that my mom, like, turned her nose up at the announcement of some kind of reboot or remake, I wouldn't need unemployment because she gets very <laughs> salty about these things. We get like very protective of like 
our our past. Um, well, let me ask you a question, Jackie. What would they say? Hey, we're going to reboot this franchise right now. What franchise would make you the most upset, disappointed, mad, frustrated if they say we're rebooting blank right now? Oh. Parks and Rec. See, like, I don't know. Like, I I tend to not get too upset about reboots because I really, really try to go in with an open mind with things for the most part. Um, the Office is technically a reboot, right? Yeah, and The Office was fantastic. <laughs> um... I don't know. I think my biggest concern, it wouldn't necessarily make me mad. It would just make me worried if they reboot it is if they did. um, Oh, gosh, what was it? I don't know, like something like the Goonies. Like if they were like, we're going to do the Goonies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I know for a fact that would be something that my mom would just rage over. She'd be like, how dare they? (laughs) Um, Or like even like Harry Potter, like it's too soon to redo Harry Potter. So like, don't do that. Wait till like I'm 80 and then do it. I don't know, man. It's Warner Brothers. They reboot Batman oh every God. every other breath. I think, honestly, yeah. You know what? I take it back. I think Harry Potter would probably be the thing that I would like be like, what the heck, guys? <laughs> Here's the thing. If you're going to reboot Harry Potter, the only way to do it is wait 20 years and do it as a miniseries. Don't do it as a movie franchise. Do it as a miniseries. Keep everything in there. Each season is a school year, and then that's how you do it. For me, like, I think that, and I think that would honestly work better. I kind of wish that, the, like, the, the movies really started to disappoint me in the latter half of them because the books got so much bigger and they tried to cram as much as they could into one movie and we ended up missing out on like key points that had character development and like my biggest my biggest gripe would be like with Dobby because Dobby you see in the second movie but then you don't see again until the seventh but he's in the book from like second, fourth, till the end so like you actually get to see him grow a little bit as a character and in the movies you don't get that so if you ever read the books and watched the movies you'd be like okay why did this house elf die why is harry so sad i don't get it like because you didn't actually get to see the character development i'm very salty about it it's fine what's a die it's an elf it was an elf it was was an elf (laughs) toby has given master a sock Toby's um, with friends. Tom. What would make you mad if they rebooted it, Neff? Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that, that's coming, so just be ready. <laughs> Neff is on. Neff is on mute. Hello, Neff. Why is he on mute? He's so upset about. Uh, oh, he said. Oh, he's using the bathroom. <laughs> he sent in our check. He said. He said. Uh, he said. O T T B R B. That's on the toilet. Be right back. Okay. Good deal. R E S B E C T. Your discretion is uh, definitely respected, Stephen. What would make you upset if they rebooted it? Oh, Back to the Future. One hundred percent Back to the Future. Because it doesn't need to be redone. It was perfect. And um, also, Bob Gale and Robert Zemeckis both said that they have it in their contracts with the movie that they sign off on. Uh, all potential fourth movies or remakes and they both said that neither of them want to see either of those happen so until they die there would not be a back to the future remake or reboot but i guarantee the year after they're both dead we're gonna see a back to the future reboot i um i how would you feel if they like did a reboot of back to the future where they like use CGI and went into the original Back to the Future movies. Ooh. Listen, see, I've thought a lot about this, and as much as I would hate that if they did that, and it was Tom Holland and Robert Downey Jr. as Doc and oh. Marty, I think I would actually be okay with it. No, 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 wait, wait, no, no. I'm just, I'm saying, like, what if it's Tom Holland as Marty McFly Jr.? I know that's what I'm. Oh, oh man. <laughs> um, or Marty McFly Jr. Jr. Um, yeah, I guess at this at this point it could be almost right. Well, Marty McFly Jr. was seventeen and five years. He would have been about twenty. No, Tom Holland could do it. There you go. He's, so he'd Tom be Holland the right age. Marty McFly Jr. Tom Holland looks really back. young. It's fine. Pepsi, Pepsi, yeah. perfect. I mean, um, I think Tom Holland is like twenty-two. Like he's he is young. He looks young. because you He is young. Make it happen, Hollywood. I think I would be upset if they rebooted Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah. No Tokar, no Molestar, oh. don't mess with them. Aren't they? Aren't they doing like a? Shut up, Stephen. Don't even finish that sentence, Stephen. I'm. At, well, I don't know. I didn't know if it was in the universe or if it was actually like a Lord of the Rings thing. Yeah, it's. I think it's in the universe. They were talking about doing a show for Amazon or something. Like oh, that. I think I remember hearing that was like a forever ago that I remember hearing that. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Blame it on Corona. It's fine. Well, talking about reboots, let's flip it over to like the biblical side of it. What are some examples like 
keeping in mind what reboot means is like a restart, a refresh. Mm -hmm. Think of some examples that of reboots in the Bible. (laughs) We're just gonna do a hard left. Hard left. A reboot in the Bible. Jesus. I use quotations around reboot because you never see that word in the Bible. Rebooting didn't exist back then. Okay. Well, okay, so I, here's one. I'll, th- I'll put it out there and see if it makes any sense. I don't know. So the, the children of Israel want a king, so they choose King Saul. And King Saul leads them into battle, but he lets some crazy shady stuff happen because he's, you know, he's trying to make sacrifices, but he ain't trying to obey God. And God's like, yeah, because of this, I'm going to take you from the throne, and we're going to reboot this whole king thing, and it's going to be David. David's going to be on the throne, and he'll be on the throne forevermore. So I don't know. Is that, I like does that, that count one. as a reboot, maybe? I would... I think I would count that. My first thought okay. went to um, Saul going to Paul. Like that was okay, that was what you would call the hard him. left. That's okay. Yeah. So Saul, the Saul of Tarsus, mm-hmm. New Testament Saul, has that uh, road Damascus road experience, and and his story gets rebooted. That's cool. Yeah, because like he went like completely opposite from killing Christians to like making Christians. He did what we call a face turn. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Not a heel turn. A he face pulled, turn. Not a he heel pulled, turn. He did a face he, turn. He pulled what kids today would call a Kanye West. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 okay. All right. Okay. 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 Man, that's that, that's a hard one. Like, I'm trying to think now. I had to, like, look up examples. some. Oh, that's cheating. And they could, they, they could be debated, too, because, like, the, the term reboot and restart, it can... There's a lot of different ways you can be restarted. Yeah. Would you call Moses. would you call Noah's flood a reboot? <laughs> that's a that's uh, a hard reboot. reboot. <laughs> that's a that's not a reboot. That's a reset. That's like when you'd have to take out the cartridge and blow in it and put it back in. <laughs> Get a little spit in there. God, God destroying and judging mankind is the spiritual version of him taking the cartridge out and blowing on it. Stephen, I, I think that if there was ever one sound clip that perfectly summed up this podcast, you just said it, sir. <laughs> I like that. That's oh. good. Uh, okay, so what about when, when God was so frustrated with the children of Israel when they're wandering in the desert, and he says to Moses, he's like, look, I'm so mad at these stiff-necked people. I'm going to wipe them all out, and I'll make a new nation out of you, out of you. And Moses is like, don't do it. Don't do it, Lord. Don't throw out the franchise. We can still save it. Six seasons in a movie, you know? We can get some new casting. We can just do some new casting, all right? You're Okay, we don't like them, but their kids are okay. You're going to love their kids. <laughs> The younger generation. Or just forget that 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 fourth year when we were just wandering in the desert aimlessly. Oh my goodness, uh. that's I mean that's it's an interesting thought. I mean it is an interesting thought. I mean I guess the story of our salvation isn't that. I mean in that kind of a reboot. I mean yeah. Behold, the old has passed away; all things are made new. Yeah, yeah. I actually um, there's there's two Bible verses that really stuck out to me when I was like reading up on this. Um, the first one being the one that like comes to most people's minds is second Corinthians uh, five seventeen, which is therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. So like, yeah. that's, that's a reboot. That's a restart. That's a refresh. Um, and that's so trademark for God. That's like God's total MO. Yeah. And like, I get goosebumps just thinking about it because all of us are kind of in desperate need of a reboot. Um, Especially in like this season that we're in right now with all of this uncertainty and all of the closures and all of these things, like maybe we just need to kind of like sit back and reboot our systems and kind of get ready yeah. to take the the future on. Um, my favorite verse from looking this up was from Isaiah 43 um, verses 18 to 19, which says, remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now yeah, it springs girl. forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Like nice. we need a new thing. We need a reboot in our lives. All of us, no yeah. matter what, position that you're in and it's not like a one-time reboot god's like okay i'm only gonna take the cartridge out once and that's it like he's you can you can keep coming back because you know we're we're humans we're imperfect we all kind of mess up i joke around all the time like i hate people like people are the worst but i am people um job would be a lot better if it weren't for the customers yeah like but i am people like i know i struggle with things too and there are definitely times where i have to go to god and be like i i need you to restart me a little bit because like i i just i messed up like i don't know it's just it's really nice and refreshing to be able to like go in and see like i i just keep going back to isaiah like behold i'm doing a new thing 
Like, I love new things. I, I need new mm -hmm. things. Like, I don't want to be stuck in the old and in the uh, repetitive. Like, I, I, I want to go in to do something new, you know? Like, I love the idea of the opportunity that we can go into. Opportunity is great. Yeah. It, did you guys mention um, Saul yet? We did, yeah. but you can go ahead and speak again on that if you Wait, want, Neff. Which one? Because we mentioned both. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, there, never mind. <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, man. This is why we all go before the show starts. <laughs> I know. Sorry about Hash that. Yeah. Hashtag OTT. There's a, there's a verse in uh, in Psalms uh, 51. I think it says, basically, it created me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit in me. And that word renew, the, the Hebrew word there, really does, it just says to make it new, to restore and refresh. Mm -hmm. And it, I mean, when you're talking about a reboot, it's it's to causatively rebuild, to break something down. It, it, think about taking a, a, a clay. If you're working on a on, a, on a, a jar or some kind of ceramics, and you're working on the clay, and things get all like kind of wonky, the potter will take that vessel and they will break it and they will rework the the basic elements of it. So it's still the same thing, but it'll be able to be reshaped into something that's useful mm. and not into something that's awkward or misshapen or embarrassing or whatever. Mm. And that's what God does for us. I mean, when Amen. God saves you, when God comes and finds you, he doesn't say, okay, I'm going to save you because the old you was trash and the new you is, is going to be way better. He says, man, the old you is so wonderful and I made you so wonderful and great. I'm going to take those things and I'm going to break it down and rebuild it into something that makes who you are who I want you to be, mm. not throwing it away, not not saying, hey, we're going to reboot this franchise. It, originally, it's a sci-fi franchise about a, uh, a group of people, who intrepid explorers who are looking for strange new worlds and new life and new civilization, but we're going to remake it. And this time they're on a submarine and it's called Sequest DSV and they have a, a dolphin that can talk to them. It's like, that's not even the same thing. But God wants to take who you are and take the best parts of you and redeem them, restore them, renew them, reboot them so that instead of being used for destruction, they're actually used for his glory. I love that. I love that so much. <sighs> I love, yeah. I, I, I just keep going back to just loving the idea of being able to be refreshed and, and quote unquote rebooted. Um, I hope that it's an encouragement to whoever's listening out there, like right now yeah. that you can start over. You can be rebooted. It's it's not you don't have to stay stuck in the position that you're in. God wants to to come to you and I re I really love that image Tony with the vessels and the the pottery and working with it because that's that's just what we need. And that's yeah, really good. We got we got to get work with a little bit, listen. right? And so and sometimes that means you got to be broken, right? Yeah. You know? And that can be painful. Like listen, I loved Andrew Garfield as as Peter Parker. Mm -hmm. I did. I loved Andrew Garfield as Peter Parker. I wanted that franchise to succeed. But if I had to lose Andrew Garfield to get the the amazing or the Spider-Man Homecoming, if I had to lose the that Spider-Man to get MCU to get Tom Holland, listen. Worth it. Break it. Break me, <laughs> mold me, bend me, use me. Whatever you got to do. Sorry, Andrew. Uh, you know, God had a different plan mm -hmm. for our lives. It was good. I like that. All right. Well, this kind of comes to the end of the podcast. Um, thank you guys for hanging out with us. Um, <laughs> don't forget that you can connect with us across all the social medias at Nerd of Podcast. Yeah. Um, remembered it this time. Um, <laughs> but for now, we're going to sign off and we'll see you guys next week. Um, Steve O Supremo. Steven, you're on mute. Oh, no. Everyone's muted. Oh, Steven went to the bathroom this time. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm not muted. I'm not in the bathroom. Oh, my goodness. Hey, well, okay. So while we're waiting for Steven to come back from the toilet, because dang, uh, everybody poops. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Set, recenter ourselves. Um, somebody made a suggestion to us, and it's something that I would like to do. I'm gonna just, I'll am gonna, i bring it up to you guys right now here in front of God and everybody. Um, we have our Patreon sponsors, and they're um, – you know, they're just a great group of people. And someone messaged me and they said, uh, hey, you know, we know that you guys pray for the Patreon sponsors and the squad before every show. And it's true. We do. We pray before every single show. Pray for our listeners. Pray for the Patreon sponsors. So if you're listening right now, we have prayed for yes. you specifically. Um, and 
they were saying, hey, what about the opportunity to give the Patreon sponsors a chance to pray back? And um, I I don't know exactly how that's going to work, but you know what I would love to do because everybody's doing it right now, and I'm just putting this out. This is for our Patreon sponsors, our Patreon family. We love and appreciate you. We thank you for your faithfulness. Uh, Because of these uncertain times, we have uh, not been charging throughout the last month for any of our episodes. So our Patreon sponsors have uh, to, just to just knowing that that things are different for people now and we're all kind of living a little bit different. Uh, we we have we, we went all last month without charging. Uh, we're, we're shifting back into a season where we're allowing our Patreon sponsors to help, especially as we prepare for our big Megacon outreach, which is coming up this summer. Ooh. We're going to go and share the gospel with uh, all the geeks and fans and, and uh, you know, all the, the, the nerds and gamers and otaku and all the uh, the people like that at the Megacon in Orlando. So uh, we're allowing our Patreon sponsors to to rejoin us in partnership. But I would like to do something uh, where we can maybe get on a Zoom conference with our Patreon uh, supporters and maybe just That'd do kind of like a little live talk, little live game night. Uh, I don't know, Q and A, talking, chatting, live show. I don't know, something like that. So Patreon sponsors, uh, get ready. We're gonna we're gonna flesh this out and send you an invite. If you're not a sponsor yet, and you do want to spend a little quality FaceTime with the Nerdy Godcast crew. Please visit us at Patreon. That's p a t r e o n dot com slash Nerd of Godcast. N e r d o f g o d c a s t. Nerd of Godcast, and um, just check it out and see what it means to be a partner with us. It doesn't take very much, uh, but a little goes a long way. We are very grateful for our Patreon sponsors. You make ministry happen, and we bless yes. you so so much. Yes, I agree. I think that would be fun. Fun. I agree. Welcome back, Stephen. I'm back. Hello. Yeah. Could have ended five minutes ago, but somebody had to go number two. Yeah, he had to well, reboot his colon. That was like, wow. It's Taco Tuesday. <laughs> Jackie, take us home. All right. And at the end of the night, Steve-O Supremo. Hey, goodbye, everybody. Quentin Gregory Neff. No? Quinn? You're muted too. Did you go oh, to the bathroom? Hi everybody! My mic was muted! <laughs> I spoke to no one. <laughs> Nick the Engineer. Goodbye. And Tony T. I'm gonna go get some more jelly beans. Fight me. Right. Sounds good. And I'm Jackie Wilson. Uh, Till next week, we ain't gotta go home. But well, we, we can't, can't stay, stay here. here. That's how you do that, you guys. Can't stay here. That's how you do it. That was okay. All right, so I know that we just finished up this episode, but I promised someone that I was going to give them a shout-out, and this comes from the depths of my Animal Crossing loving heart. Jackie, you've been playing Animal Crossing, right? Yeah. Okay, so have you played the turnips market at all in Animal Crossing? No. Okay, so on Sundays, you, you will get an opportunity to buy turnips from Daisy May. They're usually for 90-some-odd bells apiece, and then throughout the week, your turnip prices will go up and down in your village and in other people's villages, mm-hmm. and you want to try to sell them for as much profit as you can. So if you buy them for, as I did on Sunday, let's say 99 bells, you want to sell them for more than 99 bells. Right now in my village, they are selling for 69 bells, which I don't want to sell them because that would be a complete and total loss. But if you can find them selling for 150 bells or for 250 bells or even higher, you can actually make some really good money. But you got to watch every day and just kind of hope that you're going to make any money at this. Mm-hmm. So I got a message earlier today. I actually got three messages today. So three shout outs going out right here. Uh, one of our Nerd God Squad members, Caleb Ardoin. I hope I pronounced that right, Caleb. Please forgive me. Who, who's been a good Animal Crossing friend. We've done some good trades and visited and stuff like that. He said, hey, just want to let you know that his wife had a hot price of 429 bells Ooh. per turn this afternoon. So I'm like, bro. Bro, now today was a crazy busy day and I wasn't really playing Animal Crossing because I was really busy, but I'm like, if I can hitch up this evening, you know, so be it. Well, Andy Kelly from the Nerd of God Squad posted on our uh, squad page, hey, I got bells in my, uh, you know, the the turnips in in my village are uh, selling for, and then he said how many bells that he had going on, and his were 307, which were still really impressive, although not, not as impressive as Caleb's wife, right? Yeah. So I'm like, man, yeah, I'm, I think I got a, a deal here going on. Bro, I got a text message. This is no joke. 
from Madison Salter. Actually, it's Howard Salter. It's text me, but on behalf of his daughter, Madison. We know Howard Salter, right? Our friend mm-hmm. Hal? Yeah. And he said, my daughter, Madison, says, hey, I know you're a fellow New Horizons player. Just letting you know that turnips are 477 bells on my island right Ooh. now. So uh, with due respect to Caleb and to Andy, I went to Madison's Island because it's all about the bells, baby. And I sold my turnips at 477 bells per turnip and walked off of her island with, and I know this isn't much to brag about for the big time turnip players, but for me, it was pretty significant. Mm-hmm. 572,400 bells. Woo! What's so up, many, everybody? Half how, a million bells. How, much, uh, how many bells? Uh, a little over half a million. That's, That's a lot of bells. Mine are so, only 50 for, per turnip today. Well, you uh, had like 2,000 <laughs> bells. So it's it's or, all uh, who you, I, I bought 1,200. So in the bell, in the turnip bell, in the turnip game, it's all who you know. And I know Maddie Salter. So <laughs> thank you, Madison, <laughs> for uh, hooking a brother up uh, from your Nerdy Godcast friends. We say thank you so much. I immediately left my island. I went to Lise Maddie's island and I paid off her bridge project, dropped 198,000 bells on her. Because you know what? You walking out of that place with mad cash. It's like, make it rain, make it rain. Went back to my island, paid off my mortgage, had 790 something thousand bells in my mortgage. It's like living living high on a low hog, you guys. So, Love it. Uh, only in this instance, the, the hog is actually a sow and that sow is selling turnips. So <laughs> Animal Crossing. Come visit our islands. We love and, you. And here yeah. was I thinking we were going to go one episode without mentioning Animal Crossing. Never going to happen. Never. Yeah. You know when it's going to happen? When I actually get my Switch and Animal Crossing, nobody's going to play it. True story. <laughs> the end. The end.